Hello. Sure. <laughs> As per usual, we're going to kick off the show with a, a lovely, ridiculous, Scottish pronounced version of the word Sue. Yeah. Um, yeah. You'll, be, you'll be hearing that throughout, so do listen uh, and count yeah. the number of sows. Um, those who win get, I don't know, the NHS gets gets your arse or something like that. <laughs> I, that's how we ended the last one. Something like that. Yeah, cool. Fantastic. Um, right. So welcome. So, oh. <laughs> Another one. There we go. Welcome yeah. to episode four. Episode four, but also part two. So is it secretly uh, three, two? <laughs> and, I, and the other two were videos, which is weird for a podcast. Uh, <laughs> you are joining us. The, that guy's a maniac. Uh, I don't know. We don't really have a name for it, do we? That guy's a maniac. The, the podcast, much like all yeah. of our branding, it's like that guy's a maniac. <laughs> the blog. That guy's a maniac. The video game. That the guy's movie. a maniac. T-shirt. That guy's a maniac. The dragon dildo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm speaking with Richie. Yeah. And I am speaking with Farley, aka Kunzi11. Uh, which we didn't fail, completely failed to do last time. Uh, and this is part two, round two, of oh. What Are You Playing? Yes. Um, and what we did in the last one was we covered a few games uh, that we've been playing recently. Uh, we both mutually had been playing uh, Resident Evil 3. Uh, I had done some shit in WoW, and you talked a bit about Action Verge, Little Metroidvania, and I spoke briefly on briefly uh, on Dragon Ball Kakarot. <laughs> uh, yeah, and Kirby's uh, Adventure as well. Oh yeah, Kirby's Adventure, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, you're you're. I think we left it on a, a very interesting cliffhanger that your gran had given you an inheritance or something like that. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I got a little bit of birthday money, uh, so I decided to treat myself to uh, some Switch games. Uh, and this was in the midst of the spring sale. Uh, and it's always nice, I don't know, you know when you get that kind of bonus money or like a voucher, yeah, oh, this is guilt-free spending. You know, I can perhaps try something that I wouldn't have liked otherwise. So with that, I picked up a couple of games, one of which was Doom 64, which is probably one of the few Dooms I've never actually played. I haven't touched that, so I'm not going to talk about that. And the other one was a little game called In Other Waters, um, which is uh, it's a bit of a weird one, um, but it's one of the ones that PC gamers in particular were raving about. Uh, and essentially you play <laughs> you kind of play the heads up display of this uh, deep sea diving suit okay that sounds like a very proper indie game premise <laughs> yeah, that yeah, sounds yeah. like your usual yeah you can see yeah. the hipsters with their beards and their yeah. sandals in their beanbag shared space thinking what is the concept for this game yeah what is the gimmick you know, what's what do we do yeah yeah what's the gimmick yeah. <laughs> so the gimmick the gimmick in this game is is you're essentially looking at a map like a top-down view of a topographical map underwater uh and you kind of you're interacting with somebody who's found the suit uh and then you're responsible for kind of uh, you know, moving the suit around, ping the radar, uh, investigating these kind of weird undersea species, uh, and then kind of progressing the map. So I've not played it too much. Um, and initially it's kind of cool because you have kind of different button combinations to like, you know, search for an area, then you switch to a different radar, and then you press like a sample button, and then you press two buttons to sample. So it's kind of, uh, you know, you, you're, all the controls are kind of doing different little things in this hub. Um, 
and uh, I think I've got to the first area, and then you get to a hub, of course. Every game's have hubs. Uh, there's a kind of a species index, the things to collect. Uh, so yeah, it's really enjoyable, really slow. It's a nice one um, for kind of a nice, gentle, relaxed pace. The music's uh, quite cool. Um, and I, the only thing is, so far, I reckon I've played about an hour, is I hope you get kind of other stuff to do. Uh, because Bray. because doing those same kind of limited, you've got maybe like 10 different controls over and over and over and over and over will get quite tiresome. So I hope that it's either quite short or you, or you kind of expand more and more of your uh, of your gear. Um, but yeah, it's cool. It's it's from the kind of conversation you have with the person who's inhabiting your suit, who's looking for somebody who sent them a message, um, of course. Uh, you kind of <laughs> Um, uh, unpeel this story and it's clear that you, you're kind of exploring um, this ocean it seems to be an ocean of this, of this uh, planet uh, and there's reams and reams of text in the kind of species index and archive and you have to kind of find four or five different examples and sample them to unlock that. So that's one of the things I'm playing uh, and it's kind of cool um, if at some point I give an update I'll, I'll let you know whether it kind of uh, if it picks up, does anything? <laughs> yeah, if it does anything, or whether it's just that over and over and over again. Um, but yeah, enjoying <laughs> it. And uh, in the in the sale, it was, it was ridiculously small, and there's a tiny, tiny download as well, which is increasingly becoming an issue with the Switch games. So that's in other waters. Uh, and yeah, give it a go if you're curious. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I delve into indie games, but only because they're going to be cheap or they're in a sale or something like that but yeah okay cool yeah um, what are you playing uh well I, there's a few other ones i've been playing and revisiting as well but um speaking of uh, indie games <laughs> um, that are free um i have religiously since the release of the epic games store uh, every thursday they bring out uh or just give away two games for free so i religiously go and claim them um and i now have a, a massive back catalog of epic right. games and you didn't have enough much... <laughs> you didn't yeah, have enough unplayed games sitting on digital yeah. libraries Okay, yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, that's not to count. Oh, God. I can actually do a count right now. I've got my PC in front of me, find out how many games I've got, and <laughs> I've just never installed as well. Uh, but yeah, sorry. And the Epic Store, yeah, they do this thing where they give away, and very rarely is it like, ah, you know, a big name or something like that. Um, yeah. They recently had Darksiders, but I mean, Darksiders is so old. Um, the, like, the first, the first, first Darksiders. I uh, know it's the War Mastered Edition and the Definitive Edition. So it's both of them, but they're the remastered versions. I didn't even know they had remasters. But, <laughs> that's such a that's such a weird series because there are now what three, four games uh, in that series. I think there's a third one. I think there's a third one. I don't think there's a fourth one. Okay, because Ultimately, it just seems. Because it's the, the the Raiders of the Apocalypse. Yeah, but then they had the. Uh, I'm vaguely kind of a, you know aware of the, the development stories, but you know, cause there were going to be four of them, and then uh, as all games companies which make you know like, oh this is going to be a ten year series or four year series, uh, they kind of had to condense two of them up. I'm just I, I'm, I'm kind of happy that they exist. Uh, yeah, tell me about it because I don't think it's, a, it's I don't think they're games that particularly interested me but they seem to keep kind of bashing well, I, mean, I, I probably shouldn't have landed on that one because i mean i have played it back in 2006 or whenever it came out um and i mean i, I downloaded it I, in fact i didn't even download it i added it to the library i haven't played it <laughs> i mean uh, <laughs> so how's, the, uh, how's the menu how's the menu for dark siders then <laughs> Well, I mean, I, didn't, I haven't even got that far. It's like literally, what is the grayed out image like on the Epic Store? You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's ultimately what I, what I've seen of that. No, what I was meaning was like, 
they don't usually have uh, big names um, for free. So, like, yes, they've got uh, Darksiders. They've also had uh, recently Just Cause 4. I've no idea about Just Cause series. Another one of these ones where I, I just can't bother getting into it. People like it. There might be a film being made about it. You know, it's just one of these ones which I don't touch on. But there's just a million other indie games like The Escapists, The Talos Principle, Hyperlight Drifter. These ones that you just sort of see crop up. Um, and I think Hello Neighbor. Um, oh, yeah. I installed that one. Uh, in fact, yeah, we can talk briefly about Hello Neighbor. Have you seen it or played it or done anything with it? Uh, I have watched a few. I ended up watching a few videos of it. Uh, okay. Uh, which I kind of enjoyed, but then I thought, this is going to be one of those games. It seems really hard. <laughs> it's ridiculously hard. <laughs> it's really it hard. absolutely, intensely, insanely hard. It is, I, like, I went in blind. I knew it was like, I supposed to, you're supposedly to run away from the neighbor or something like that. Literally, yeah. you can die within seconds of, of starting this game with no real knowledge of what's happening. Like, I, I ran into a house, because obviously, oh, you know, that's the whole principle. You go in the house and you've got to hide. And yeah, yeah I was just splatted. And, and then I got angry and I brute forced it and just died so many times. And then I decided this game's too hard and turned it off. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, why, that's why I ended up watching videos of it, because I thought this, you know, Looks fun, nice gimmick, brutally hard, and uh, I don't know. I don't have the. I have have like mental room for maybe one stealth game every ten years. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, just that kind of I don't know that heightened anxiety, anxiety all the time, uh, creeping around. Uh, yeah, but so sounds your trajectory sounds like. What I think my strategy was, which is why I've not kind of picked it up at all. Yeah, it's just it's too much, too hard, too. It's too. Yeah, I, I mean, it doesn't even help you in any way. Like, there's no. Oh, by the way, if you do this or do that, it's all just going to be like community-based nonsense. Like, I'm sure there are people who are like straight up hell and neighbor experts. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't even get past the house. Don't you know that you're supposed to? You know go around the fence or something I don't know I'm done with it I installed it I don't know why I haven't uninstalled it yet um, but yeah you're right I do not have the capacity or the patience I think that's I think that's the most important thing like you were saying the mental capacity for like one stealth game a year or, or yeah. every decade it. I think it's just I don't have the patience to, especially to when sort of especially when the games where you know what you have to do it's just a case of executing you know the sequence i have to do this and then this and then this i know um, get your skill levels up to be able to do that yeah that, that, that's, that's almost insulting as well yeah it's like and maybe it's the whole get good get good yeah exactly yeah <laughs> yeah and maybe uh, as a younger man i had more of an appetite for those kind of games but these days it's, no okay give me something easier yeah, yeah no, no that's all um I, I mean, we, we just went off on a, on a tangent of a game that I touched briefly, uh, but that wasn't one of the ones I was going to talk about. But <laughs> um, I feel as though I have ranted a little bit much. So uh, tell me, what have you been playing? So <laughs> another game that I've been playing is Lego DC Super Villains. Um, right. That is so the if... third in the DC uh, games, yeah? Yes, yes, it is. Uh, and they've all had a slightly different focus. Um, and it's kind of a good take because we're both fans of LEGO games. Uh, they are what they are, you know, with rare exception. It's play through the story, unlock some characters, get some gold bricks, get enough abilities, redo the stories, get the red bricks, uh, get the multiplier stud collecting red bricks, and then eventually kind of buy everything. Uh, they're very little challenge in many of them, but they're just kind of nice, fun games, uh, and you know, nice one to kind of uh, get all the trophies and achievements. 
And so between us, I think we've pretty much played most of the, especially the Traveller's Tales Lego games. And we played yeah. a bit of the ones before. And so, yeah, this is the, uh, is the second... The second Batman game uh, yeah. was great. It was just huge. It was just so huge. And I think we, we had a discussion about where do you go? Where do you go now? You know, the first one's kind of based in cities. The second one's based in galaxies. Uh, and the gimmick, if you like, that they went for is that you start off playing as uh, the villains. Uh, and unlike other Lego games, which I think most of them, yeah, going back to Star Wars, you've kind of had a... I'm going to pause us right there for a second. Lego Batman 3 Beyond Gotham. So the, the, the DC supervillains must be like the fourth. And the fourth one? Yeah. Wow. Batman 3 was Beyond Gotham. Yeah, Lego Batman 1, they didn't even talk. It was just all, remember like the very, very early Lego games? Where it was, oh, oh, oh. oh yeah. 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 Um, um, so yeah, you you start off by making a supervillain, and then that supervillain is kind of the uh, key character through the story. So it's kind of cool to see your character, you know, in all the cutscenes, and the story revolves around them. And of course, in this one, you're playing as the villain. So uh, throughout, you're you know you're kind of scheming, um, and then. All your side missions are about committing crimes and minor dis- misdemeanors and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, it is enjoyable. It's also huge. So, uh, without spoiling it too much, you kind of hit the credits and then there's like another story to play after that, um, which I was kind of surprised <laughs> by. Um, of course, it's not just exclusively the villains. So, you know, eventually they're kind of Justice League, get a bit of a, um, get a, bit of a look in. Uh, yeah, the problem with it, and this has been a growing problem with LEGO games, is it's buggy as hell. And I've complained about this on, um, I think on Instagram, on our Instagram <laughs> and our Twitter. Uh, and I was playing it earlier today, actually, so I've kind of finished the story, and so now I'm just hoovering up all the collectibles and whatnot. Um, and yeah, I've been crashed out to the menu four, five times. Uh, other weird things happen, so sometimes, you know, my customizable character doesn't have the hairpiece on. Uh, sometimes, uh, you know, key items that you need for missions just don't appear. Um, there's a couple of gold brick missions in the open world where, for whatever reason, something's not loading in, so I can't get them done. And it's really chipping away <laughs> my willpower to keep playing it. Um, particularly. No, I remember, Joe. Uh, there was one day um, we were sitting down to play um, Lego. Uh, oh, oh god, what's the name of the blooming title of it? It's like it's Lego the movie, the game, or oh, something yeah. like that. Yeah, the game of the first Lego movie. <laughs> yeah, and, and we just started playing it, and we literally got to a point where uh, we can't jump and reach the ladder. Yeah, and we felt oh, we felt stupid, but it was like glitching out and buggy, and like what's wrong here? And like just done. Uh, like I own that game. Will probably never play it. No, you know. No, uh, yeah. But yeah, there is always bugs in those uh, those Lego games. But they they yeah, seem to be getting uh, worse. You know, and I I suffered through uh, dimensions in the Wii U, which was just so awful. And the thing with Traveller's Tales games, I don't know why, but the they they now front end them with this kind of you know pre-title scroll unskippable sequence. So in the Marvel games, your Star-Lord kind of flying along. In this one, it's uh, a security guard going through Wayne Enterprises. And yeah, again, just, you know, you've been booted out or kicked out, you've had to restart, and then you have to sit through this annoying, unskippable sequence again and again and again and ah. again. Yeah, 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 we've been there. I mean, yeah, like, I, but also, like, Wii U support was, like, legendarily bad for those Lego games as well. Like, they used to put, like, hotfixes out for, like, even 360 and stuff like that, but because Wii U didn't really have that kind of um, support, you know, like, day one patches and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You just got, that's all you get stuck with, you know? Yeah. No, um, so, like, so, yeah. so Dimensions yeah. Was, was bad, but this is... Um, I'd say this is probably the second worst in terms of stability that I've played, and it's uh, yeah, it's really chipping away my um, willpower to. What's the story you on? 
Switch. Switch. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. M- maybe it's the Switch version. You know. Well, uh, no, maybe, I, you know, I, like I um, because when I've got stuck on the, you know, surely something's wrong here because again, the, your first feeling is I'm being really dense or really stupid and I can't find what I'm supposed to do. So yeah. I get the message boards and I think, uh, yeah, all versions of that game. Um, seem to have these problems. You know, like, oh yeah, sometimes you know, do you have to reload the level or restart the level, or sometimes they don't appear. Um, as you play as the main kind of customizable character, you accrue various superpowers as you go along. Um, so oh, that's story, a good mechanic. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and so though, for those, you enter this really easy mini game. Uh, but on two of those, I've I've ended up stuck on that screen. So you can't get out. Um, uh, a couple of times characters have just gone missing and I can't find them or they get stuck on scenery and there's no self-destruct so uh, it would be a, otherwise it would be a hearty recommend I think um, but yeah these issues are, are, uh, make it not a, a, an instant recommend um, even yeah that, that, that's pretty rubbish because it, like, it did come out uh, like what a year and a half ago or more yeah and there's, and there's, there's, there's i think there's three or four rounds of dlc there's some aquaman dlc there's some shazam dlc there's some teen titans dlc yeah yeah i mean like from my perspective i'm still doing what is it was the latest marvel one yeah uh, marvel's Superheroes uh, two Heroes. yeah god no, no, the Avengers one, I, I, I actively chose not to, not to play. <laughs> it wasn't that it was buggy. It was, why am I playing this story again? I'm not having fun, um, and so I just stopped playing. Um, and with um, Superheroes Two, I thought, oh, brand new story. They're actually doing a retelling. It's massive. It's huge. It's fun. I just. It's, it's with Lego games. You need. It's, it's, I think it's possibly along the same lines as, as, as the stealth game. You need some time before you pick up a, a new Lego game. <laughs> yeah. Like there's yeah. no way you could play Lego games back to back. You would just be so frustrated with the consistent achievement chasing, collection chasing, and to be honest, the rest of the time all you're doing is like rattling Y or X. To just punch them, um, and then occasionally moving about because you need to fly or, or shoot something with a different type of weapon, and that's it. You know, um, the the skill level, the boss fights on them are not huge. Like, I mean, there isn't really. It, it, they're super accessible. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I think I think I think that's one of the reasons why I play them is. Uh, and we've whinged about it, as, as everyone whinges about it. Um, we talked about it a little bit last time with uh, Resident Evil 3. Is you know, with a Lego game, as long as it fucking works, uh, you kind of know where you are, right? <laughs> it can, it's you know, easy to easy to hoover up all the trophies. You don't really need to engage your brain. You can be doing it, you know, whilst you're doing something else or listening to a podcast. Yeah, it's chill. It's yeah, chill. Yeah, it's yeah. not. There's no daily logins. It's not a service. It's not a. You know, it's not skill based. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why I like them. Um, but yeah, it is undermined when you're kind of kicked back to the title menu uh, once or twice a, a session. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, it's it, uh, the DC and Marvel ones. They, you know, even though they're basically both based on superheroes and supervillains, there is there are kind of differences to them. And I do. This is now, well, according to you, this is the third, fourth DC one, and we've had uh, yeah. three Marvel ones as well. Um, and I, I, I guess I like the characters, I like the DC characters and setting better, um, but the story, the kind of, you know, the story in different levels uh, in Marvel, um, much better. And I've also, you got me it, and again, I think it's a bit like how I play Mario <laughs> games. At some point in the future, I'll be really in the mood for it. And then I'll just sit down and blast through the whole thing. Yeah, uh, it's, <laughs> it's like uh, Odyssey. I picked up at Christmas because it was cheap, and just flew through the entire game. Yeah, it was great, fantastic. It's a great game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know. But it's not like you don't need somebody to recommend it to you. You already know. Everybody knows it's going to be a good game. You're going to have fun. 
you just have to, you know? just have to, <laughs> you just have to get into that headspace. Like, right, I'm gonna do this. Yeah, I'm down for a Mario game. Yeah. You know, it's gonna take me a good 30, 40 hours to get it to the point where I'm happy not <laughs> to have it on my start menu screen sort of thing, and then just move on. Yeah, yeah. So that was a. Um, so what have you been playing? Uh, right, okay, cool. So, what I was initially saying about the Epic Store. <laughs> yeah. So you've had a game that you downloaded and not touched, another game that you downloaded and touched once. No, a game that I've added to my library and didn't download, which was like the, the Darkstalker series. And I like the Darkstalker series. Darkstalkers or Siders? Darkstalkers. Stalkers? Oh god! Yeah, I like the dog stalkers. Yeah. That's what I thought. That'd be great. Be that. That'd be a great game. Yeah. No, no, Dark Siders. Um, yeah, like I, I, it is a game. You, it's uh, right. We're done. Let's move on. Let's move past Dark Siders. Yeah. It is, I think, and then Hello Neighbor. I played for like half an hour and then hated it. Uh, but yeah, there were some other indie titles that were brought up um, on on the Epic game store and I briefly spoke to you about um I played through the Stanley Parable it's a blast from the past and uh, it's not a game I mean that ultimately it's not a game um but it's really well done and I think that's what makes it worthwhile like that feeling of having choices but you don't have choices and um the narration like the narrator as a character brilliant fantastic uh, there's nothing really much more to say about it you can spend an hour on it and you'll have completed the entirety of that game um, so I was glad I got it for free did you <laughs> because, did you kind of go back yeah. and do all the different routes uh, I did most of the other routes but by that point I was kind of like I'm done yeah. uh, it's, it's enough you know yeah well done I I would just be replaying it for listening to some voice acting, which I'm sure is a nice thing to do. Um, but at the end of the day, it's like, all right, I get it. There, you have nothing more to show <laughs> or give to me. Uh, so I've done. But yeah, that that killed. Um, like I say, an hour, an hour and a half. And, oh, cool. Um, yeah, I, I clearly. I'd love to see like they should do one of those sort of like uh, the Resident Evil dot net um, statistics because it'd be so funny to see initially what people chose to do yeah. in that one. Yeah. Did you follow the rules? Didn't you follow the yeah. rules? And that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but like, that is a game. But that is not what I wanted to talk about. Oh what I wanted yeah. to talk about. Yeah. Was, I'm getting there, I'm getting there, was uh, Gone Home. Yet another indie title that I got for free. Um, And I'm going to go out on a wing and I'm going to say, it's not a game. (laughs) 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 That's what I love about um, these discussions is, uh, you know, because there are certain uh, people who kind of get games as they come out completely smash through them and that kind of makes up the zeitgeist um, when it comes to like you know gaming websites etc etc um yeah so i remember when this came out and uh, you know it was it was in a spate of kind of walking simulators it was around the time that uh firewatch i think it was before dear esther all of those um and that's what people were saying you know it's always not this game it's a walking simulator however uh, I really liked Everyone's Gone to the Rapture. Really like that. Okay. And that was kind of a walking simulator. So, yeah, Gone Home, thoughts? Well, I mean, what I was going to say is, it's, yeah, a walking simulator is, I mean, I, I missed out on this. But yeah, okay, uh, I, I'll concur that the, the zeitgeist was that it's a walking simulator. I think it's a good way of putting it. You do. You walk through. You go to this thing. You find a code. You put the code in, and the plot progresses. And and it's literally there is a plot because you're as you're walking through, um, you're getting 
your little sister just narrating her life to you um, as you're walking through this mansion, which may or may not be creepy, it may not or may not have a serial killer, it may or may not be uh, Stephen King related or whatever. But yeah, as you go through, you're sort of piecing together the story. Um, what I would say is it's probably it's more like a 3D visual mm-hmm. novel. Do you know? It, that, that's essentially what it is. Uh, but as you're walking through, you get this false feeling of progression. It's, uh, quite in fact, it's those the sections in Gears of War, right? You just you've just got off the turret, yeah, uh, and cleared that section, and now you're walking to the next section, uh, and you put your finger to your ear uh, for some story, and it's just that. Yeah, but it's just that there is no uh, uh, instant reloads. <laughs> there's no but isn't that isn't that fine? Is there's a, surely there's a place. I mean, you know, there's a growing number of these games. There's a place for those, right? Or is it just you're not? You'd rather do something else. Um, I think. I think in order to justify this being a game, as in like officially a game, it needs to have a a puzzle factor, uh, not solid exploration. Um, I, I mean, I, I haven't really thought about this, but I mean, in general, what I felt was I was looking at this. Uh, looking at the game in a harder way I was like shit okay right I'm going to need to do that to get that I need to collect this thing when in fact I had to just I just just turn my brain (laughs) off and and just you don't need to do that you will find the code and when you find the code that bit of the plot will then be you know advanced so it was your kind of experience and expectations that perhaps ruined, ruined it yeah I mean I, I, what I'll tell you to say is I, I, I'm, I'm only like three I want to say three oh, years wow. old okay. uh, and there's been a lot of talking Does it um, sound like there's a lot yeah, it of talking like, um, you were into it so I'm, are you, are you going to stick with it? I think I'm going to continue playing it yeah um, I, uh, I I will play it till the end um, but I'm going to use the word play and then dirty okay, okay. So does it matter? Does... I'm going to use it to move does around. Does it matter if it's a game or not? This is one of the things that I always felt was interesting about the discussion around kind of walking simulators. Um, you know, does it matter if, it's, if it doesn't tick boxes that makes it technically a game? It's a digital experience, perhaps, more than a... Uh, a game game but you still you know you still interact with it and ultimately does it matter what it's classified as you seem to be enjoying it you put in a couple quite a few hours intent on finishing it yeah but again probably you're right my expectations were of something else um i would kind of like or i think the game game exclamation that uh inverted commas um would benefit from something more to it. Like, I guess another one of the those, um, uh, what's it called, walking simulators would be uh, Layers of Fear. Uh-huh. And that had a very, very strong... Um, it, it, it lacked narration, but it had a very, very strong story, and it also had a very, very strong fear factor to it. Like, straight out of Silent Hill, straight out of scariness, and it used the engine so smartly, like the Stanley Parable, um, and, it, like, you would walk into a room, and then you turn around and turn out that room was a corridor. It, it would just change, and it was so cool how those physics did that, and that impressed you. With this, I'm now just learning a story and I, I don't know, like I'm being told a story. Am I, I want something more from it, I think. Um, and yeah, you're like, I can't argue the case of, but you're still gonna play it and you're gonna 
go through it and you will be entertained yeah. in that time. You know, you don't ask for more from like a TV show just because one of them, one TV show had X and you don't ask for another TV show to have more panelists <laughs> or whatever, you know? <laughs> like, uh, it, it's very hard for me. It, it is uh, sort of lacking in that. But I, I've played other walking simulators and I suppose it's a different one. It, it was also sold to me as like, incorrectly as well that it was solve the mystery of the disappearance of your family set in a retro 90s universe and I'm like all right cool fantastic and i mean unless you were told it was the 90s it's not a thing i thought it was going to be actually quite sort of like retro vaporware and all that sort of stuff and sort of making fun of windows 95 <laughs> but no it's not it's just like Oh, look, there's a oh, cinema yeah. ticket. They've gone to see Pulp Fiction. Are there, are there, are there cassettes? Fiction. Yes, oh, yeah, there are cassettes. Okay. There are snake game cartridges nice. as well. Um, but, no. It's like, yeah, okay, you open a drawer and there's a thing there. That, that's, that's it. That's the only nod to the 90s. It doesn't... Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it, it needed more. Anyway, I will continue on and I will let you know whether I decide what Gone, gone yeah. Home is. Because it, um, cause it, it yeah. uh, you know, came out to critical acclaim. Um, I think it's it's like seven years old now. Uh, really? Well, I had never yeah, it heard of it at all. Fast because all the reviewers said it's fantastic and then uh, a lot of gamers were like, oh, would you actually... Is there any gaming in it? Uh, yeah, t uh, 2013. <laughs> wow, okay. Fucking hell. I, I literally, if it hadn't been for free on um, Epic Store, it would have passed me <laughs> yeah. right by. Yeah, you uh, know? It all but. This is his last gasp to not to pass you by, and uh, I, I just bought it. Um, well, yeah, keep me updated. Yeah. I'm, in I'm intrigued. Uh, and like I say, the a couple of um, walking simulators I've played, I've liked. But I think there is something about... Uh, and we talked about it a little bit last week. If you know there's kind of no threat, for me, something changes then. You're like, oh, okay, this is, you know. It, so some, some games, particularly kind of horror or scary, you know, scary ones, when you kind of see behind the curtain, you know, oh, well, actually, you know, this thing can't help me. Yeah, once you get yeah. to the mechanics, you're like, ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, if there is a game where there's you know, completely no threat. And again, again I, re I really do hate kind of breaking games down into, you know, if you're not punching something or shooting something or killing something or you've got lives or you've got HP, uh, then, you know, it's not a, it's not, it's not a game. <laughs> but I think there is something, that, yeah, there is something there. Particularly, you know, if you go in with a certain expectation. Yeah, um, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I, the other thing is, it, it doesn't feel like I'm solving a mystery <laughs> either. I mean, that that was. It's like I, I solved a mystery I, by like, opening the letter that was sent to me and reading it. So like, well, that's not really solving a mystery, is it? It read for me, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Very, very oh yeah actually that's another thing you know my setup like I have the sort of the big TV and my PC yeah. set and, and I like to play games occasionally there will be a handwritten letter that you open up and you then have to lean forward and try and squint and read the handwritten text because because my setup is too far that's oh, very annoying uh, but yeah, you know how how inconsiderate those uh, yeah. game developers. Not to take my yeah, not think of you seven years in the future, uh, play, playing it for free, <laughs> and the issues that you might have. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Three out of ten. Not enough future. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> 
Uh, yeah, so, what have you been I playing? I have been playing uh, Final Fantasy VII, again, on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, so... Just to be clear, oh, yeah. Final Fantasy VII. The, the, I don't know if they've <laughs> yeah. given... Have they given the new one any kind of suffix, or is it just Final Fantasy VII? Is it remake? Let's just call it remake. Yeah, so because remake remake came out and it came out uh, in the same kind of window um, for normal people who don't have infinite money as Resident Evil Three, because it was quite pricey as well. It was like fifty quid, I think, or seventy quid for the special edition. I I thought, yep. And then there was like a ridiculous um, three hundred, four hundred pound edition, like a statue. Bike patch and a <laughs> bottle cap and God knows what. Um, <laughs> or whatever, whatever shit they bundle these things. Uh, and so I, I was, I just was yeah. much in, for, much more in for um, Resident Evil Three than um, Final Fantasy. Um, uh, but I did download the theme for my PlayStation Four, um, which you know has a gorgeous kind of um, shot of the cast and. The music, one of the remix tunes plays, uh, so it's really tempting not to dive in. Uh, before the last time we got together, um, we quickly played the demo as well, and we're all in for it. Yeah. Uh, so in order to... I, 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 I was really, really down. Down to the point where I was thinking, can I justify getting a PS4 yeah, just, just, just for this game? Just, the PlayStation 4 to be the Final Fantasy machine, essentially. Yeah. And so yeah, and so in order to in order to not kind of get sucked in and and buy a game I probably can't afford, uh, I thought, do you know what? I've got Final Fantasy VII sat on my Switch. Um, let's hit that up. And so I've been playing back through that again, and yeah, just I'm gripped. It's one of the you know I know it's the game that uh, a lot of uh, Western games in particular talk about, but we got a lot of love for it. Um, and I think this may be the fourth or fifth, uh, fourth, third or fourth time that I'm kind of revisiting it. And every time, um, you kind of remember bits of it, but then forget a lot. But you kind of, you know, you know when you come across it, oh, yeah, it's this bit, but you forget the kind of sequence of events. Um, and yeah, just really enjoying it. That's it. Yeah, cool. I mean, um, I picked up um, Final Fantasy VII on Steam probably about um, three-ish years ago. Um, But when I did it, I decided that I was going to play it in the most beautiful fashion possible. I think it was like some sort of Kotaku article or something like that. um, Where they said, oh, look at this mod. It makes Final Fantasy VII so amazing. Um, which is what the people are <laughs> like. I, I didn't um, realise they were from a certain part of Scotland. And <laughs> <laughs> slightly slow. Um, yeah. No, uh, the so I went uh, and I, I got a hold of this, and it, it's like the modding community for it is so religious. Like, like they've made it so accessible and easy. So there is like one sort of front loader. Um, I can't even remember. It's like, oh god, and I should remember because it's something from the game. It's like Tifa's something heaven. Seven, what was the name of the pub? Seven, the seven. Yes, like Tifa's seventh heaven or something like that. And um, that's like the name of the front loader. And every mod or modder worth their you know uh, worth their soul who's going to do something for this makes it compatible with that front loader so it's just a matter of like choosing your mods and you go through it but the variety of mods that you get are amazing and intense like uh, like replacing all of the music with uh-huh. proper BGMs like this is uh, I mean I don't know if it's still the same in the Steam version but when Final Fantasy 7 first came out in the PC all the music was middies. 
I shit you not, like that Nobu no score. I remember we were listening to them a while ago, a couple of them, and it is really bad. Yeah, it's it's terrible. But yeah, so like we can update the music. There's a guy who's gone through and using like computer learning has upscaled all of the backgrounds to 4k um there's like new models as well so you can have like uh rather than having like the big heady mm-hmm. chippy characters you can actually have the normal characters on on the world map um and you can like you can replace them for advent children versions uh, and things like that um and of course the mod that everybody cares about beyond making it so beautiful was and spoilers Aerith still uh, die I thought you were going to say <laughs> Tifa Nude <laughs> uh, Tifa Nude yeah yeah I mean like, of course <laughs> every character naked and you can have uh, probably characters from I think it was other Final Fantasy games like High Squall in your party for some reason you know that sort of stuff uh, naked <laughs> using his gun blade as, as a willy I, I don't know <laughs> um, but yeah like beyond that um, yeah they were they put the his resurrection in there and it's weird because um, as you play through I decided to do it and I decided to get her the her level 4 limit break and all that sort of stuff Um the characters still react to her and this wasn't anything like the modders had put in so there genuinely was a point <laughs> in the game this code exists where you could still talk to and interact with Aeris throughout it so like as you get onto the disc and you probably notice this once you've you are, I don't know how far you are in, in Final Fantasy 7 but they just don't really acknowledge that she's gone or not in the party there's a couple of points where they sort of say, oh, blah, blah, blah. But other than that, the game could easy, it does easily work oh, with just being around. I just don't understand <laughs> why you'd want, why you'd go to all that effort. You know, it's a key turning point in that, in that much loved story. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've, in, in, my, in my current playthrough, yeah, yeah, no. she's called Dead Girl. I, I, uh, and kind of, <laughs> kind of, all the yeah. flirting and whatever is is leaning the teeth away because it's like you know her, her days are numbered. She's um, she's the Walking Dead, and I'm fine. <laughs> I don't want her to come back. <laughs> no, I mean like I, I'm I'm not like an Aries fanboy or anything like that. But I was just kind of like, oh, cool. The time that you spend on that character and give her like one of the best. Uh, limit breaks like yeah oh, yeah. <laughs> keep her in the park and it was more of a morbid curiosity I don't mean morbid it actually works on two levels it was just a curiosity to see like oh can you have this character in your party I mean, are there yeah. are there mods awesome. where she comes back but she's a zombie I, I <laughs> that would be excellent but uh, I don't know uh, if, if, you know in cloud puts her into that water there's just a umbrella canister in the background uh, and then a character model a character model just changes <laughs> to the zombie model but otherwise everything kind of plays out but what's what's kind of interesting uh, because it's been long enough since I've played through again um, is that uh, I'm playing it with uh, you know that kind of all the worst habits of playing through an RPG like that so I was going up the Shinra Tower there's all those puzzles which I kind of vaguely remember. There's the one with the library, the one with the uh, segments of uh, the Midgar sectors which you have to put in, uh, and I, you know the the kind yeah. of tendrils of that kind of item fear. I have to get everything. Um, I keep looking up, you know, oh, where's that first enemy with the enemy skill that I need to get because you only get three chances at getting it. And so all of that. All of that is yeah, back, yeah. you know, that kind of fear of missing items and 
uh, and you know selling everything off apart from one of every kind of little crappy bangles and crappy swords um which is ridiculous because you know i know there's very little consequence of you know missing out on some of these things or it's actually quite difficult to miss out on you know vincent and uh, uh and yuffy but um it's all there now it's all back Yeah, I mean, the the thing is, like, everybody loves Vincent so much, and, and I, I, you want to like him as a Shoot. character, but his, oh, his um, ultimate weapon. <laughs> I was gonna say, it's stupid. Oh yeah, he's stupid metal clown shoes. Silly, yeah. His ultimate weapon is awful. Like, uh, it gains more power based on the number of time enemies you've killed with Vincent in percentage to everyone else. So it is such a silly convoluted thing, but ultimately what you need to have done is from the moment you got Vincent, you're already way behind because you've killed thousands upon thousands of enemies. And then from then on you need yeah. to be just constantly it's, killing it's for the true it's for the true enemies. Vincent fans. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of the things, but one yeah, of the things that hasn't I mean, aged very well <laughs> is, uh, or maybe just because I'm actually reading stuff rather than just whizzing through it again, um, is there's quite a few sexual references. And uh, at one point, Tifa calls, I think Tifa calls Barrett a retard. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. Stop being retarded. Um, yeah. Which is really kind of jarring. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow, you really just used to banned those terms around her and I don't remember at the time being like oh I should have said that Uh, yeah and there is a lot of kind of sexual innuendo which I don't think I really picked up on before Um, we're going to have to stop there Farley I've managed to break our flat pot and the floor (laughs) is covered so (laughs) (laughs) the cat was like looking to go out the door and I'm like all right okay i'll go and do that and as i did it i moved the thing okay. and it fell down but um, edit this back out and we'll just continue okay. on the final fantasy 7 thing uh, at right. another point okay cool right.